Everything that happens in this universe has to be the way it is. Things happen the way they should. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. It's all the same number. Today we are discussing the Twilight Zone reboot 2019. First off, I appreciate you listening. The way we continue to give you the best top-of-the-line expertise um, podcast that we can are through your donations and through your subscriptions and through your sponsorships. Please go to paypal.me slash the lucky dog podcast to help us continue to grow and um, produce better quality media for you. Thank you for listening. Season one, episode one, The Comedian, featuring Kumail Magiani. Did I say that right? Kumel Magiani. Am I saying that right? I'm I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Kumel Nanjiani. Okay. Sorry if I said that wrong, uh, Kumel. If you're listening, um, probably not. But whoever's listening, thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Um, if you're listening to this, you have probably seen the original Twilight Zone or are aware of it that it was a uh, television show based in, I think it was the 50s, by Rod Sterling. Rod Serling? Sorry, not Sterling. Serling. Um, and is being rebooted in 2019 by Jordan Peele. Um, creator, director, writer, producer of uh, Get Out in the new horror movie uh, Us. So, how does... CBS's all-access new series of The Twilight Zone compare in comparison to the uh, the Twilight Zone, um, you know, nineteen fifty or whenever the hell I, I I don't have the let me see if I I can get the Twilight Zone. The the, the original Twilight Zone was created in nineteen fifty nine and it lasted to nineteen sixty four, um, from what I can what I found. Um, I will say the. New Twilight Zone has a lot of competition that has uh, popped up since the original Twilight Zone. We've seen riffs on the Twilight Zone. Um, you know, we've seen parodies and um, this, that, and the other. We've seen, um, you know, these type of uh, series that will take uh, single stories. Uh, what is it called? Uh, um, it, it'll come to me in a little bit when it, it, they're, they're single form stories in each season versus each episode in, in, in that form and the other. So the series is non-congruent with each episode. Each episode is its own story. I'm trying to remember what the hell that... Uh, uh, anthology series, that's what it is. It's, very, it's, it's, it's an anthology series where each episode is its own self-contained story. Now, similar to how um, Black Mirror was... Um, kind of the tech sci-fi tech version of the twilight zone so it was interesting to see how there have been different riffs off of it uh room 104 was kind of one um on hbo so we have today uh season one episode one of uh the twilight zone 2019 is featuring um kamel manjiani as sumir and sumir um what is his Samir Wasson is uh, the comedian. So here is the synopsis. Taking advice from a famous comedian, 
a stand-up comedian makes fun of his own life with unexpected results. This episode is directed by Owen Harris. It is Owen Harris is responsible for um, directing episodes of uh, Black Mirror, such as B. Uh, I think it's Be Right Here was one of them. Sorry, Be Right Back in season two, episode one, and he also directed. Uh, season three's episode four's much beloved San Junipero um, episode, and um, so he is back to direct um, the first episode of the Twilight Zone, and um, we have uh, Marco Ramirez and Alex Rubens. But uh, Marco Ramirez is a creator, and Alex Rubens is uh, as a writer. Um, Alex Rubens is a writer known for being on the Twilight Zone, the 2019 Twilight Zone, and uh, Big Mouth, The Last OG, um, Keanu, and uh, he was also on Rick uh, Rick and Morty as well. He's uh, worked with Jordan Peele, uh, Key and Peele's uh, production as well. Also, he was on com- uh, Community. Um, re- he wrote on the Community. So... What what did we think about the first episode of The Comedian? We'll talk about it in non-spoiler take first, and then we'll jump into the spoilers. From a non-spoiler take, I would say it was uh, an okay opening for The Twilight Zone. I was expecting a little bit more of a punch. Um, a lot of, for anyone that doesn't know what The Twilight Zone, um, you know, the what tends to happen in the twilight zone is you know uh, normally a character will want or wish for something and the more they want or wish for that something the less of something they actually need is in their life and like that um with that being said this is one of those episodes where um the more uh, the the comedian you know talks about this that and the other um the more uh, the, the comedian has uh uh, ability to change his uh, paradigm. Let's, let's just let's just say that. Um, and so, I would say from the non-spoiler point of view, it was it was an ultimately satisfying ending, which I think it lasted a little bit too long. I think the first episode was about fifty-five minutes and is free on CBS All Access, so you can watch it now. Um, I would say that it is a little too long. I think the performance. Um, all the performances across the board are excellent. Um, Kumail Nanjiani, obviously, uh, I, I, he normally brings the fire, brings the heat, brings the jokes, and uh, I, I think that he 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 brought it, and I think that he carries the majority of this um, of this episode on his shoulders. But with saying that, I think the writing is just a tad weak. It's just I, I I was not completely blown over by it or anything like that. Um, we have another character in here, D.D. Uh, D. Scott, played by Deara Kilpatrick. Um, she was my favorite through the first episode. That was non um, upfront. Char- you know, they, they were not uh, the character upfront um, in center. So I would say that she captured my attention just with uh the line delivery and her acting um maybe a little bit of the direction as well but ultimately the episode is too long for um 
me to get really invested in um, this story, in my opinion. Um, cinematography, I thought, looked looked gorgeous. I, I, I was wondering who the cinem- cinematographer was. It's uh, Mathis Herdenal. I don't, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, he's done some other uh, other series, such as The Order, Genius, Ghost Wars, and somewhere between. Some, you know, these are these are kind of smaller things. But um, I thought the cinematography looked pretty good. Um, let me see anything else. Um, any, there's really not much to say from the non-spoiler point of view. Just as you know whether you should watch this or not. I think that maybe this um, this episode, in my opinion, is about a 7 out of 10, if you wanted to get that kind of rating. Um, if you're interested in the Twilight Zone, I think this is probably a, a decent introduction. I would have wanted it to, to hit a little bit harder, maybe to have some um, something that we hadn't seen before. I feel like because we have seen all these other anthology television series, assuming you have as well, um, you know, maybe Black Mirror, Room 104, um, there's some other ones, that they could probably come up with a different storyline. So, um, is it better than the 1950s, ultimately? I don't know yet. I think 19, it, what it does is it makes me want to go back and rewatch the 1950s, 1960s, Twilight Zone um, episodes. I did watch a few of those uh, a while back, and I was, you know, I had the do 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 you know, I was like, ooh, this is kind of, you know, got me on edge a little bit. And some of them, I remember actually leaving a lasting impression on me, unlike this one. I feel like um, it was great performance, shot great, looked great. Um, the thing was, it was only great and not excellent. And I think we need shows that come out the gate excellent these days. Um, especially if you're going to be paying for, you know, the CBS all access, I, I know, three or four, five bucks, whatever the fuck it costs per month at the, uh, at the moment. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I know that this Twilight Zone series is supposed to have some big names coming out the gate, but this week to week shit and, um, not being able to watch all episodes, I can't give a full interpretation, a full review. So, um, it is about a 7 out of 10 um, on my rating, so, uh, and I think I'm being a tad generous with it, mostly because of the visuals. Um, there, there are some visuals on on the screen, like the uh, there's a wall of, where the comedian is doing his performance, there's a wall of, um, uh, what is it called, uh, onlook, onlookers, I guess, you know, peop- you know, viewers, and it's painted onto the wall, and... I don't know, something about that just, uh, I, I, I thought it was kind of eerie looking, you know, the, the, having all these people painted on the wall, but, um, it ultimately wraps around, I'll, I'll talk about it in the, uh, the, 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 what's it called, the spoiler, spoiler section, so let's jump into the, spoiler section, alright, so by now, we're in the fucking spoiler section, alright, everybody, I don't know why I'm so angry, but, I've been hearing about people coming around a spoiler section, and uh, they wanted to be spoiled. So uh, you're about to get spoiled on uh, The Comedian, Season 1, Episode 1. Uh, let's see. Basically, when Samir goes on stage and starts to talk about somebody um, and names them by name, 
that person ceases to exist, which is an interesting concept, mostly because he has the power to do, you know, to change, you know, reality. But it always turns out that, you know, the power, you don't want the power kind of thing. Um, I have the power. No, you don't want the power. You you do. Samir is put in these situations where he's delivering a joke at the very beginning. The comedian is delivering a joke about, you know, socioeconomic, sociopolitical jokes that um, – might land if you're in a, a, a you know a liberal state is what I would say. Um, I don't know what the series was trying to tell us as the viewer that we were supposed to get out of this. So what I'm saying is, why did the why did everyone why did the audience only laugh when he was telling jokes about people? Uh, that he could actually talk about or he re- refer to or make up, you know? Um, why is it calling us as the viewers dumb? Is it calling us as um, individuals that uh, we're starting to accept, you know, lowbrow humor? Um, it the thing about the first episode was I felt like I should have been very definitive on whether this was talking about Samir's problem and him, you know, delivering the jokes or the way that the the, the audience was receiving the jokes and how we should be interpreting it. So it left me very much in the middle, sort of similar to uh, how Us left me. Um, it felt very much open to interpretation, which with uh, with saying that, you know, a lot of people don't always like that kind of ending. Um, it seemed definitive that, you you know, you don't want to go on stage, you don't want to say all of this. Um, I, I I enjoyed the ending with him doing the last joke on himself instead of, you know, his girlfriend. But... I didn't ultimately understand what we were supposed to get out of it, and that was the biggest flaw in the first episode. And I think with the opening episode, you need to be very definitive on whether you think, quote-unquote, if uh, Black Mirror was, if this was the Black Mirror show, they'd say, you know, watch out for really high-tech, high, you know, technology. So um, I don't feel like we got a definitive answer on what this episode was saying tonally and thematically, with the exception of the the jokes he was saying at the beginning versus the jokes he was saying at the end. Um, and the ones at the beginning were the ones, you know, that really mattered about, you know, the political landscape uh, as we know it and uh, just uh, the atmosphere we're having to live in day to day versus, you know, fart jokes and whatnot. Um, it, it seemed very lowbrow what in the direction that it went. And I didn't understand what that said about us as the viewer. I didn't understand that at all. So yeah, I think I've gotten my uh, 15 minutes in if, if that's all you need on the, the twilight zone. I, like I said, I thought visually thematically, sorry, vi- visually it worked a lot better than it did thematically, mostly because I didn't understand what it was trying to say, whether it was about the person, about the comedian, about, you know, do you quit wishing for things you don't really need, that type of thing. You know, the more you want fame, the less you'll have love. That type, you know, I don't know. It, it was, 
kind of a mixed bag, and I haven't listened to any uh, podcast or any reviews about it, so I can't give you a, a full deep dive review of what I've heard around the landscape. But I have heard the uh, first episode was kind of polarizing, and I can kind of see why. It's it's polarizing in a way that, um, one, I think it's too long. Two, I think that the, the themes get a little bit jumbled up, and you're not exactly sure what you're supposed to be getting out of it. But I did enjoy it. So thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Please check us out at the Lucky Dog Podcast on SoundCloud. We have um, full lineup library available on there. We're releasing a bunch of cool podcasts coming down the pipe. Um, we have Us. We have uh, Jordan Peele's Us. We have Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. We have the uh, Game of Thrones um, seasons uh, reviews. We're doing the, the last episode of each season before uh, episode comes out. Uh, episode uh, season eight comes out, and uh, we just dropped Sex Education um, season one wrap up on Netflix, and we have the Mummy twenty seventeen we just produced, as well as the Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. Man, <laughs> so um, oh. Some of that is uh, gets you a little bit excited for some of the reviews coming down the pipe. Let us know if we can uh, improve. Uh, you know, if you have comments, questions, concerns, please email the Lucky Dog Podcast at gmail.com. We also uh, live stream on Twitch. We can ask questions on there and live stream. Um, talk to me, Elias, and ask questions and uh, interact with the show. And uh, that's 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 about it. Check out the show notes for anything else you might need to know. Um, social media wise, following wise, comment wise, y'all know all the wises. Um, thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Take it. We're not meant to be here. Life sometimes goes like you don't expect it to. Thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Please go down to paypal.me slash the Lucky Dog Podcast to donate. Thank you, and thank you for listening.